Hello, 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 hello. This is the one and only Tina Sparkles, and you're listening to What the Fuck is Up? All right, y'all, it's been a minute, but I'm back. And something that I really want to talk about today um, that is affecting a lot of women is black women and the challenges that we face in the workplace. Yo, listen. This has been an ongoing issue all over the world. Unfortunately, I feel like Black women and men right now, just in general, have experienced so many inequalities and we tend to have to work 10 to 20 times harder than the next white or you know, whatever other races, um, I don't want to um, get stuck on that. But obviously, we all know what white privilege is. And, you know, when you've worked in a place for so long, they tend to favor certain races over the other. Now, they don't realize they're doing it. And maybe some of them do. But it's very apparent to the rest of us that it's happening because we're not seeing any changes and the same movement continues to happen. And you see these people promote into positions um, that, you know, they weren't necessarily ready for. So something else that I was looking up was some of the faces that, you know, black women face some of the challenges, excuse me, that black women face. Uh, And something that I read was the angry black woman stereotype suggests that black women are seen as aggressive and hostile in their interactions with other people. Now, how often have you seen, you know, a woman get into an argument or a disagreement, I should say, with one of her co-workers. And the first thing people want to assume is that, oh, she's being too aggressive. She shouldn't talk to her like that. But in another sense, if it was a white woman and she said what she had to say, um, you know, in that same tone of voice, they would look at it as, oh, she's being assertive. She's standing her ground. So why is it always looked at differently when black women, you know, voice their opinion and they're trying to get their point across and also being professional about it or trying to be professional about it, they never get the same, you know, reaction. And that is one of the things that really pisses me off because it's like we try so hard to show that we are committed to a company or organization and y'all can't even back us. You know, we've shown you time and time again that we are in it for the long run and we don't claim to be, you know, better than anyone else. We're just striving to be better than we were yesterday. Um, Moving right along. um, Another reason why women feel that way, um, and this is just me speaking from, you know, my personal um, point of view, um, you know, sometimes workplaces don't address the issues that are important to us. Um, But yet you expect me to come up with the answers to fix the problems that you all have created. That doesn't make sense. You know, 
and then again, moving right along, we are underrepresented in leadership roles. We're less likely to get the support that we need to advance. Um, and we just continue to keep facing far more discrimination than other people. Now, the issue with this is some companies have tried to get ahead of trying to be more active, proactive in the Black Lives Matter. But here's the thing. You have these meetings with your leadership staff and it becomes, you know, um, mandatory for everybody to attend. But then it's just another thing that you check off your list. What the fuck is that? You know, we want more than just being a part of the conversation, we need to sit down and really talk about the issues that are happening and how we can all help, not just how can we figure out, um, you know, why Black women or men are experiencing these inequalities and then turn around and make them speak to how we can change. We're not the ones discriminating against each other in the workplace. Ooh, child, let me calm down. Anyway, um, and it just seems like in the workplace, we are the most ambitious, the most willing to go above and beyond. And this is not to say that nobody else is. But if you think about it, we're doing it for all the different reasons. We're not doing it just to get a title, just to make more money. Yes, those are all great incentives. But if you think about it, we're doing it because we know we go into work day after day, feeling left out, being held to a higher standard, and then being, you know, held under pressure to perform. So, you know, as a black woman, we just want to be in positions of power to help make our organizations better for other people who look like us, who see that these inequalities are happening. Um, I could go on and on and on, uh, but it's just wild to me that it continues to happen. Um, and these organizations, these leaders who are in executive positions, CEOs, what have you, um, they still haven't figured it out. Now, some of you have, and kudos to those of you that do support your black leaders in the business. But when it comes to me being a woman, I still don't see the sponsorship or support that can help black women overcome these biases and achieve the academic success that, you know, we're looking for. We are not giving a fair chance. Um, It seems that every time we're looking for specifics, uh, people are very vague as to what it is that we need to improve on. Um, And whatever that might be as far as trying to move to the next level. Um, You know, black female professionals are, you know, like I've said earlier, very ambitious, but we don't always have the platform or opportunities that we need to get to the next level. And so it's hard when you're trying to work as a mom full time, go to school, go to work and be all these different Um, you know, wear all these different hats and titles and then come home and have time for yourself. So, you know, when you're at work, it is a home away from home, so to speak. But 
you have all these responsibilities and you don't want to fail. And so it means more to me as a leader. And I've been in retail since 2008 um, and held many different management positions. And I've learned from them and grown from them. And I just feel like after so long, I reach a certain point where I'm like, okay, I'm excelling. I learned what I needed to learn. Okay, let's let's go to the next level. And once I get to the next level, it's like there's always somebody stopping me because they don't think I'm ready. And the problem with that is people are so quick to say, oh, this person isn't ready. But how will you know what they're ready for until you allow them to be put in that situation so they can maneuver around that? Now, that's not to say that, um, you know, if you have a team member or a candidate that you want to promote and clearly you know they're not ready emotionally physically um maybe only been in their role for three to six months and obviously they're not quite ready for a leadership role or part-time full-time key holder position that's more understandable but when you have someone who's well seasoned and has been in a position for well over five plus years and they're looking to promote and nothing is happening come on, we got to do better. We have to figure out what it takes to get this person to the next level. And it can't just be all, you know, um, self-growth, self-awareness. Like we can do so much of that, but if we don't know what you're looking for to get us to the next level, you cannot expect someone to constantly live up to those standards. It is your job as a manager, as an executive to teach and show the way Um, and lead by example. So if you want to see the changes um, and something happening, you got to start with you and and stop always making it seem like, you know, these female leaders aren't doing enough. No, we're doing enough. You're just not supporting us enough. And you're expecting us to sit back and watch all these other people be promoted right in front of us when you know that We are going to carry the team and we are going to be accountable to all of our actions and we will show up to work and we will get the damn thing done. All right, y'all, I have (laughs) said more than enough a mouthful and maybe there might be a part two to this. I just really wanted to speak my piece on that. I could have spoken more on um, some of the things that I've experienced personally, but I think that's a good um, place to kind of stop, give you something to marinate on, um, you know, comment, uh, any concerns, questions, anything else you might want to hear me talk about on this platform. And I am open to all things. Um, I do not think that my opinion is the only opinion. As you know, there are many, many others out there who have experienced um, lots of inequalities and, you know, all those things. Um, But I just think it's very important that we talk about it and we address it because there is an elephant in the room. And guess what? We have to acknowledge that it's happening, but not only acknowledge it, how are we going to fix it? And it's not up to black women or black men to fix the problem. You guys have to help us get there. We got to work together. All right, y'all. I love you. This has been another Diva production. Don't trip.
Y'all stay tuned to the next episode. I'm out.